This is Adam Hulse. Thanks for tuning into this episode of my podcast, which is, of course, brought to you by La Touraine, the best affordable luxury watches and accessories on the market. Go to their website, latourain.com, L-A-T-O-U-R-A-I-N-E.com. And then when you're at checkout, use my promo code, three capital letters, A-H-S. That code will get you 10% off your entire order at latourain.com. This episode is also brought to you by Pick'Amores. Free-to-play contests, real cash prizes. Check out their website, Pick'Amores. Make your picks. If you win the contest, they send you real cash. I can vouch. I've already won a contest on the site. I got my cash quick. Again, free-to-play contests, real cash prizes at Pick'Amores.com. We also have team-branded sunglasses and blue light blockers. I use the blue light blockers every day. I write sports articles for a living, so I'm always staring at either a computer screen or my phone the blue light blockers help my eyes from getting fatigued i love them plus they're awesome because they have team branded so they have my cowboys logo on the side of my blue light blockers check them out teamclicks.com it's with an x t-e-a-m-c-l-i-x.com and then when you check out use my promo code it's all capital letters adam holse sports in all capital letters that'll get you your best price and all your offers on teamclicks.com we also have fanatics for all of your sports branded clothing accessories everything you need with your team on it is on fanatics.com and once again you can use my promo code all capital letters adam hole sports that will get you your discounts at fanatics.com for all of your team branded needs I would also like to thank everybody who came out and joined me last week again on the Rave On Sports app. We've been having a blast doing our Cowboy games on the Rave On Sports app. We follow all the action live. We comment about what's going on. We battle chat with the opposing team. Really cool concept. Awesome app. Make sure you guys download it. Rave On Sports. And then follow me there, Adam Hole Sports. I host Cowboy games on the Rave On Sports app. And then one last thing that I wanted to point now before we jump into this episode of the podcast one of the websites that i write for it's called border fuel right now they are looking for open positions they need sports writers they need editors they need content managers they just need a couple of different positions all the positions are listed on their website borderfuelsports.com so if you're interested in getting into sports writing and into the sports content business check them out fill out an application and make sure you put my name on the referral line Adam Hulse you want to put that on the referral line of your application so they know who sent you if you're looking to get into the sports writing and sports content business okay now with all of that being said it is week 10 of the NFL season we are at the halfway point already nine weeks down nine weeks to go of the regular season football season always flies by it's crazy to think that we're already halfway through it it feels like we're just getting started but here we are entering week 10 i will be giving my picks on this episode for week 10 as i have been doing every week we had been holding pretty steady for most of the season unfortunately last week we did not have a good week we entered last week with an even 22 and 22 record i had five picks in the episode last week just to review really quick the pick that i won i had chargers minus two i raved about the chargers in that matchup on 
on that episode. I said I absolutely love the Chargers over the Eagles. I thought that the point spread was way too low. I thought it was skewed by too much recency bias. Turns out that's kind of what it was. The Chargers won the game. They covered the spread. That was my one win last week. To go through the losses really quick, I had Ravens minus six. They did win the game over the Vikings, but they did not cover the six points. I had Bengals minus two and a half against the Browns with all the turmoil that was going on in the Browns organization. I thought they would struggle because of it. I was wrong. They actually rose up with it and played one of their better games of the season, so I wasn't even close with that Bengals minus 2.5. And then I had a point spread pick. I had the Cardinals and 49ers under 46 and a half. We didn't quite hit that under. The game total hit 48, so that was a loss for us. And then I had a player prop. I had Alvin Kamara to go over 75 and a half rushing yards. In hindsight, I should have bet total yards as opposed to rushing yards. He did have 104 total yards on the day, so we would have hit the prop if we played total yards. Unfortunately, I played rushing yards over 75 and a half. He only had 50, so we get the loss on the rushing yards. Wish we played the total yards. We didn't. So that brings us to one and four on the week last week and an overall record of 23 and 26 so far. We will be looking for a winning week this week to try to get out of that hole that we created for ourselves last week. And with that being said, these are my picks for week 10 of the NFL season. Okay, so the first game that I'm looking at is the Tampa Bay Bucks traveling and taking on the Washington football team on the road. Look, the Bucks are dealing with some injuries. Antonio Brown is not going to play in this game. Rob Gronkowski is still not going to play. He's been out for a little while. And Chris Godwin is going to be listed as a game time decision. He's trending in the right direction to play in this game. He opened the week not practicing, but he did practice on Friday, which is usually a pretty good sign that they have a good shot to play. He does still carry the questionable tag. He's going to be a game time decision. So they don't have all of their weapons at full strength in the passing game. I just don't think it's really going to matter with Tom Brady and this Buccaneers team. They are coming off of a loss two weeks ago against the Saints in which they really got beat up by the Saints team and then they had to sit for a bye week and now they're trying to bounce back and come back against Washington. I think they're going to be out for blood in this game. I think they're going to want to start the second half of the season strong after the bye, especially coming off of a loss that they had to sit with for two weeks. I think this is going to be a very big game from Tom Brady against the Washington pass defense, which is one of the very worst passing defenses in the entire NFL. Their defense in general has been one of the biggest disappointments this season. Washington came into the year projected to have a top three, maybe even the number one defense in the NFL. Has not worked out for them at all that way. They've been extremely disappointing this season. It's understandable why their offense is struggling. It's not understandable why their defense was so good last year and just so terrible this year. In particular, it's their passing defense. One of the worst in the league. I think Brady's going to have a day. I don't think it really matters too much whether Godwin plays or not. Don't think it matters too much that they're not at 100% full strength. I still think that the weapons that they have with Mike Evans, with Leonard Fournette out of the backfield, I still think they have plenty that they can dominate this terrible passing defense of Washington with Tom Brady, of course, as the signal caller. I just think they're going to pass all over Washington. I don't think Washington's offense is going to be able to score 
score enough points against the Bucks defense to keep up with Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay coming off a bye, lost the week before that. I just expect a huge week out of the Bucks here. I think they're going to win by double digits. I think they're going to win by at least two touchdowns. The spread in this game is nine and a half. I'm going to lay those points. Give me the Bucks minus nine and a half over Washington. Next up, I have another one of the bigger spreads this week, and that is the Colts and the Jaguars. Both teams are coming in having winning ways lately. The Jaguars have won two out of three games, while the Colts have won three out of four. So they're both trending in the right direction right now. The Colts are on a little bit of their longer week this week with having played the Jets on Thursday last week when they absolutely dominated them with the rushing game with Jonathan Taylor. And the week before that, they almost won their game too. The only game that they've lost in their last four was an overtime loss to the Titans, who are the hottest team in the NFL right now. So the Colts come into this game on a good streak. They were one and four at one point this season, and they've now rebound up to four and five. So the Colts trending in the right direction. And the Jags. The Jags opened the season 0-5. They've now won two out of three games to move up to two and six. Trevor Lawrence is starting to catch up to the speed of the NFL. I've talked about him a lot in my podcast episodes. I'm a big fan of Trevor Lawrence. I liked him a lot at Clemson a few years ago before he was even eligible for the draft. I was already pretty high on Trevor Lawrence. When I watch him play, he just has something special about him. I think he is going to develop into a very good quarterback. You can already see a world of improvement with Trevor Lawrence from week one of the season to now. Just in half a season, he's made a ton of improvements to his game. He's adjusting great. He's throwing a lot less interceptions than he was his first few games. He's starting to understand the speed of the game, the way the defenses work. He doesn't exactly have great weapons around him either. I mean, he even lost his number one receiver this season in DJ Chark. And I mean, it's the Jaguars. They don't just have a ton of firepower and he's still starting to catch up. So there's a lot of good things to see about Trevor Lawrence right now. He was not great last week in their very strange upset victory over the Bills. I don't think anybody saw that game coming. Most people expected, like myself, for the Bills to absolutely dominate the Jaguars. The Bills being, in my opinion, the best team in the AFC. The Jaguars being one of the worst teams in the AFC. It was just one of those strange games. It was a 9-6 game. Low scoring, weird defensive battle. Josh Allen for the Bills had his worst game in a long time. Could not put any points on the board. Couldn't get anything rolling. And look, Trevor Lawrence didn't score against the really good Bills defense either. The Bills have one of the best defenses in the league. And Trevor Lawrence did not have a great game. I mean, the Jags only mustered nine points in that game. But nevertheless, the Jags did get that victory. They should be coming into this one against the Colts with a nice little confidence boost, feeling good about themselves, having won two out of three, having just beaten arguably the best team in the AFC Conference. And look, I'm not sure if they can beat the Colts because the Colts are looking good these last few weeks also, but I just think that the Jags are going to stay in it. They're getting 10.5 points in this game, and I think that's too much. I mean, I do understand the line in a sense with the way the Colts are rolling right now, but the Jags have played tough these last few weeks also. Again, I don't really think that the Jaguars are going to win this game. It wouldn't absolutely shock me if they did because I don't think the Colts are really that good of a team either. I just think 10.5 is too much to give this Jaguars team that's improving on a weekly basis. They're competing on a weekly basis. Trevor Lawrence is starting to get things rolling. The team may not be going anywhere this season, but they definitely haven't given up on it yet. And I think that they're just going to give the Colts a good game. I think they're going to keep it competitive. I think they can keep 
keep it to a one-score game. Ten and a half is a lot of points to give a team in the NFL, especially a team that's going good right now. So I'm going to take those points. Give me the Jags plus ten and a half against the Colts. Okay, next game up. I'm looking to Sunday Night Football, and we have the Chiefs taking on the Raiders. I mean, look, the Raiders have so much adversity going on this season. All these roadblocks, all these off-the-field type stuff that's going on with the Raiders, between John Gruden, between Henry Ruggs, between Damon Arnett, just a lot of negative stories going on off the field. That can be dangerous in the locker room. It can really mess with team chemistry. There's a lot more on the team's mind right now besides just the football part with all the things that the team is dealing with. It definitely affected them last week. They lost the game against the New York Giants. That's a game that the Raiders were expected to win and should have won. They did not get it done against the Giants. The Raiders have actually lost three of their last five games now. While the Chiefs on the other hand, very quietly have won three of their last four games and gotten their record back up to five and four. There's a lot of talk going around about how much the Chiefs are struggling and how they don't look like themselves this year and Patrick Mahomes has regressed and I'm not disputing any of that because the Chiefs are not the same Chiefs this year that they have been the last three years but it's not a disaster right now for the Chiefs they still have a winning record they're above 500 and as I just said they've won three of their last four games very quietly so I don't think it's time to panic about the Chiefs yet they have a whole half a season to figure out whatever's wrong with them They've already gotten things trending back in the right direction. They're now on Sunday Night Football with the whole world watching against a Raiders team that's kind of struggling despite their very good 5-3 record. A team with a bunch of issues going on around them. A team that's in a little bit of trouble right now. The Chiefs are going to look to keep the ball rolling with the whole world watching. Show everybody that, hey, we're still here. We haven't gone anywhere. I don't know what everybody's so worried about. We're going to figure it out. And down this back half of the season, the Chiefs are probably going to be a dangerous team. It's not going to surprise me at all that come playoff time, the Chiefs win the AFC West again, which they're right in striking distance of doing right now, and they're going to be one of the most dangerous teams in the AFC most likely when the playoffs come around. That's just how I feel. Again, they have a whole second half of the season to sort out whatever was wrong in the first half of the season. I think they're going to be looking to make a big statement game on Sunday night against the division rival Raiders. They're going to pass the Raiders in the standings with a win against them this week. The spread is two and a half points. The Chiefs are only laying two and a half. They are the favorite even though they're on the road and the Raiders have a better record. So to me that tells me a lot of how at least the bookmakers are feeling about the Chiefs right now. They're the road team and they're the team with the worst record and it's a primetime game yet they're still favored on the point spread. I agree with that point spread. I do think that the Chiefs are going to win this game. I think they're actually going to win this game big. I think they're going to make their statement let everybody know on Sunday Night Football, watch out for the Chiefs in the second half of the season. So in this game, I'm going to lay the points. Give me the Chiefs minus two and a half against the Raiders. Okay, so those are the three spread plays that I'm going to be making this week. Like last week, I have another over-under that I'm taking this week, and this time I'm looking to the Browns and Patriots game. The Browns, of course, just got rid of Odell Beckham Jr. He's no longer with the team. The bigger news is that they are going to be, well, they've been with 
without Kareem Hunt. He's been on IR. He's not coming back anytime soon. But they're also going to be without Nick Chubb in this game. So Dearness Johnson, remember him, the guy who broke out on that Thursday night game and really made a name for himself. He will be getting his second start this week. He will be carrying the load for the Browns run heavy offense. But I think he's going to have a much tougher time getting things going in this one against the Patriots defense. Look, the trademark of the Patriots defense is they like to take away the one thing or two things that you do best as an offense. So what the Patriots, I expect them to do this week is load the box, not allow the Browns to run the ball, which they like to do. They run the ball as much as anybody in football, and they're one of the best rushing teams in the NFL. So the Patriots are probably going to try to take away the running game, and then they're going to double Jarvis Landry, who's their only true number one receiver. I expect that to be the defensive game plan. I expect that to give a lot of trouble to the Browns offense if executed properly by the Patriots, which they usually do. So I think it's going to be a really tough day for the Browns offense to get things going. Baker's still dealing with that shoulder thing that he's got going on. The Browns have looked good lately, and to me, this is a toss-up game. I'm really not sure who's going to win this game, but I do think that the Patriots defense is going to give the Browns some problem. But on the flip side, I don't really expect the Patriots offense to do a whole lot either. I mean, sure, Mac Jones looks better on a week-to-week basis, but their top two running backs, Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson, are both questionable for this game. They're both in the concussion protocols right now. So even if they do play, one or both of them could be limited. That's a big problem because the Patriots run the ball a lot. Also, they like to use their backs and establish the run to open things up for Mac Jones. I just expect this to be a defensive battle. Like I said before, I don't really know who's going to win this game. I think it's a toss-up. I could see it going either way, but I do think it's going to be a very low-scoring game. I think it's a game that could stay in the 30s. I don't expect it to get too much higher than high 30s, low 40s. That spread is 46.5, so what I'm taking is under 46.5 for the Browns and Patriots game. Okay, so my fifth and final pick in week 10 is going to be another player prop. It's another player prop that I like this week. I'm looking to the Arizona Cardinals. In my episode last week, I talked about all the injuries and issues going on with the Cardinals offense right now. Kyler Murray did not play last week. A.J. Green and DeAndre Hopkins, their top two wide receivers, were both out last week. And then during the game, early in the game, Chase Edmonds, their top running back, also got knocked out. He is not going to play this week. He's dealing with a high ankle sprain. Murray and Hopkins are game time decisions, questionable, still dealing with their injuries. And A.J. Green is working his way back from COVID, which is why he was out last week. So the same issues that I had with the Cardinals offense that I said last week's episode, they're still dealing with this week. They are going back in the right direction with it, but they are nowhere near back to full health. Look, last week, they didn't even need all those guys. They still easily beat the 49ers, absolutely dominated them with Colt McCoy playing quarterback, and then they really leaned on running back James Conner. James Conner was already having a good season, sharing time with Chase Edmonds in the backfield. With Edmonds out of the picture now, they are going to use James Conner heavily. I think that's who they're leaning on this week. They're going to lean on Conner because he's healthy, he's fresh, he had a great week last week, he's been having a good season. I think they're going to feature him again this week, 
especially against the Carolina Panthers, whose defense has been very good this season, but they're a little bit better against the pass than they are against the run. They're a top five pass defense right now. Their rushing defense is in the top half of the league too, so they are good there, but the pass defense has been phenomenal for them, and their pass defense can potentially keep getting better as the year goes on, as they get healthy, as Stephon Gilmore gets more acclimated to the defense. They're a tough defense to pass against. They're not easy to run against either, but I just think whether or not Murray plays, I don't think is going to make a ton of difference to the game plan, because I think that the Cardinals are going to feature James Conner. I'm not sure if he's going to be as successful this week as he was last week. Probably not. Like, I don't think he's going to go off for a ton of yards like he did last week. But the prop that I like with James Conner, with them featuring him in this offense as much as I think that they're going to, is anytime touchdown. Conner to score a touchdown in this game against the Panthers is minus 135. I think that is a very generous line. I like that price a lot. I expected it to be higher. Conner's been a touchdown machine this season, even when he's sharing time with Edmonds. Even when Kyler Murray runs the ball, even when all those receivers that they have at their disposal are in the game, Connor has still been the touchdown guy for the Cardinals. I think he will be even more so now with how banged up they are and how he looked last week. This price is extremely reasonable. I was expecting it to be more close to minus 200. It's minus 135, so we're going to play it. Give me James Connor to score an anytime touchdown. Okay, so that wraps up my five picks for week 10 this season just to go through them real quick again i have the bucks minus nine and a half the jaguars plus ten and a half the chiefs minus two and a half browns and patriots game under 46 and a half and then james connor to score an anytime touchdown at minus 135 those are my five picks for this episode we currently sit at 23 and 26 on the season so we need a big week this week to get things going back in the right direction after a bad week nine we want to open the second half of the season with a big one hopefully that's what we're going to do with these five picks Speaking of picks, make sure you check out Pick'emore's free-to-play contest, Real Cash Prizes. Make sure you check them out, as well as all the rest of our sponsors as well. La Touraine, the best affordable luxury watches and accessories on the market. L-A-T-O-U-R-A-I-N-E.com. Use my promo code, three capital letters, A-H-S. That'll get you 10% off your order at LaTourain.com. Make sure you download the Rave on Sports app and join me there for Cowboys games, which I host in battle chat with other teams. Check out teamclicks.com, T-E-A-M-C-L-I-X, for your team branded all sports, sunglasses, and blue light blockers. Use my promo code, all capital letters, Adam Hulse Sports. That'll get you your best prices at teamclicks.com, as well as the same promo code, all capital letters, Adam Hulse Sports, will get you your best discounts and prices at Fanatic com for all of your team branded clothing and other accessories anything you need at fanatics.com as i said in the beginning of the episode if you're interested in getting into sports writing or sports editing go to borderfuelsports.com fill out an application and put my name adam hulse on the referral line so that they know i sent you and i just want to mention too that all of these great offers that i've been rattling off you can find them all in one place and that's on my twitter page at Adam Hulse Sports. That's the Twitter handle. Go to my page. 
the pinned tweet at the top of my Twitter page always has my most recent episode of the podcast with a link to it. If you click on the post, it'll bring you to the comment section where I will have listed all of those great sponsors, all of those offers that I've been shelling out. There'll be direct links to all of them. It'll bring you right there. Everything I'm offering in one place on my Twitter page at Adam Hole Sports. And of course, make sure you follow me while you're there as well. I have all my updates for the podcast. I talk about my appearances on other podcasts and where you can find me there. I have other great offers. Sometimes I add additional weekly picks. Everything you need to know about what I'm doing, you can find it on my Twitter page. All my written articles as well are posted there at Adam Hull Sports on Twitter. I hope you follow me there. I hope you come back next week for another episode of the podcast. Until then, this has been Adam Hulse. Thanks for listening.